The college baseball experience on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their new over-under game. Just head over to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And make sure to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the College Baseball Experience, bringing you picks, analysis, bets for the College World Series on June 21st. Uh, We have two games today, and yesterday it was a losing podcast, so I think that's, I don't even know our track anymore. I think, off the top of my head, I think it's 10 of our 14 uh, postseason podcasts conference tournaments and the college world series and NCAA tournament. I think we've won 10 of our 14 podcasts. So yesterday, a rare losing day. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. Like I mentioned on yesterday's podcast, just wasn't my a game, not in the right, uh, I guess, mental space to hit that record button and jump in front of the mic at my 100% for you guys. Um, but still a ton of support on that podcast. Uh, that one outdid the Father's Day podcast, so now that one's in the top five for most listen. And I got a ton of tweets and DMs from you guys saying that I still did great. So I appreciate all the feedback. And, dude, if you guys DM me anything about these games, like asking me, hey, like, what do you think about this game? What do you think about the total? Um, like, go a little bit deeper into this pitcher. Like, did they pitch against this team before? Dude, I, I would – be down to uh, answer some of those questions with you guys. I love chatting with all of you guys, whether it's on Twitter and the DMs or join our Slack channel. We have not just me, but like there's a good like four or five guys that love to share their opinions on games, but there's like a total of 58 that'll comment about some games that'll go on and just what they're watching. And it's a, it's a very fun space. And especially for a day like yesterday where I said on the, at the end of the podcast that uh, I was going to take a little bit of a break watching the games. Um, I think so yesterday it was raining here in my area. So I said, I'd go play golf. Uh, that didn't happen because uh, you can't play golf in the rain or at least it's not fun anyway. Um, but I did go out and play volleyball with some friends. We had 12, 12 friends go out there and play. And uh, there, there was this, uh, one of our friend's sister is a D2 volleyball player in college, so uh, she spanked us. But, I mean, it was a fun day and um, missed half of the Arkansas Ole Miss game. But if there was a game that I could have missed yesterday, it was probably the Arkansas Ole Miss game. It was really only a game for the first five innings. So record the game, go watch the first five innings. And then, I mean, at that point, Arkansas was just throwing bottom of the barrel relievers and it wasn't a game anymore. So, I mean, that's the way it was. I'm just 
calling the shots straight. <laughs> um, but in game one, Stanford took an early 2-0 lead. Uh, one run in the first inning, one run in the second inning, and it just looked like one of those days was going to happen for Trace Bright that I was saying this guy has not really been good the last quarter of the season, and he hasn't. But uh, he he busted onto the scene after that second inning, turned on, turned it on, had some good stuff. He only gave up two runs on the whole day. He had eight strikeouts and zero walks in five innings pitch. So got to tip your cat to the kid as he showed up in the big moment. Um, but yeah, they, they brought in Burkhalter for, uh, the seventh, eighth and ninth inning. And that guy, he's unbelievable, man. He, uh, wowed the broadcast booth. They couldn't stop talking about him. Um, and why would you, uh, he had, uh, five strikeouts, no walks and 2.1 innings. So he got, he recorded seven outs and five of them were via strikeout. And I think he only really allowed like one runner on base so completely shut down Stanford in any attempt that they made to try to come back into that game that's kind of a bummer too because I was looking forward to seeing the Stanford offense in Omaha but they went to and barbecue so adios Stanford they got the kiss of death from the NCAA baseball Twitter account and we're on to the next one um the next one on uh yesterday's scoreboard was Ole Miss is just drubbing of Arkansas uh, this one was fun in the first three innings, like I thought it would be, honestly. Two runs for Ole Miss in the first. Arkansas bounces back with one. Two runs again for Ole Miss in the second. Arkansas responds with two. Now it's like, okay, it's 4-3. Still going to be close. Um, Arkansas's starting pitcher, Zach Morris, didn't get out of the first inning, so they brought in Cole Ramage. He threw an inning, then Evan Taylor went 1.1. Then they brought in Jackson Wiggins, and that's where it kind of just blew up. And that's kind of why he's not really a starting pitcher anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, I mean, they put up four on Wiggins. But let's let's go to the third inning. Ole Miss scored two runs in the third inning again. It basically stopped it or halted all of the momentum that the Hogs were trying to build, scoring two runs in the bottom of the second, making it a 4-3 game. So now it's 6-3, and going into the bottom of the third, they get Caden Wallace, their uh, three-hitter. He's on base via a walk. He had a great at-bat um, to get on base, honestly, um, and then got picked off at first base. And, like, dude, you're losing by three. You're the third baseman. You're probably not stealing there in that moment. You can't get picked off there. That killed Arkansas like they were dead from from that moment on you didn't need to watch the rest of the game fourth inning no run scored fifth inning Ole Miss puts up a four spot nothing 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 Arkansas didn't even get a run until the ninth inning when they scratched across two against Ole Miss just saving arms and they threw like Braden Johnson or something like that that's not really saving arms but you get the point uh he's not um 100% like determined to shut the door. He had 10 runs of cushion to just get out of the inning. That was his job, and that's what he did. They don't care about those two runs scored. They care about getting the win. Um, anything else on this game that I wanted to mention? Oh, Hunter Elliott was amazing. Uh, again, this kid's just a stud. True freshman 
it was only one earned. There was an error in there that was mixed in. Gave up three runs total, went 6.1 innings. He got pulled with a runner on first base and 100 pitches. I think that was the right decision by Mike Bianco. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the kid just had a solid outing. Um, Tim Elko, he had three RBIs. Went one for five, though. Um, Justin Bench, four for six. He had four hits yesterday. Have a day, kid. Tim Elko had a bomb. I forgot about that one. Um, <laughs> that kid's a legend, like like his nickname states. Um, I mean, there's just too many walks from that Arkansas staff, and, like, they didn't keep a guy in there. Like, they threw seven pitchers, .2 innings, one inning, 1.1, 1.1, 2.1 innings, .2 innings, 1.2 innings. Like, none of these guys really were able to get comfortable in this game, and they gave up 10 walks, and that's probably the difference in this game. Um, I think that's enough review and me rambling on. Um, I didn't touch on any of the hitting for the Arkansas or for the Auburn game. Uh, Blake Rambush went two for five. Good to see their leadoff hitter going, you know. And then uh, Bobby Barrels had two RBIs. Uh, Cole Foster, dude, this guy. He's toughing it out for the team. Um, I don't know what's up with him. He looks a little sick, just like ready to throw up at any instant. We saw it when he like slid into third base. He didn't even get up. He like almost vomited right at, right there on the foul line. Um, but no, he had like, I think it was two doubles, three RBIs. Kid's insane. He's playing out of his mind and he's not even feeling good. It's the Michael Jordan flu game on the college baseball diamond. You love to see the effort from the kid. But um, before we get into those games for today, June 21st slate, let's rattle off these advertisements real quick. For our presenting sponsor, WinBet, make sure to get down on Win's bet to, uh, $50 to win $200 promotion, where a $50 bet qualifies you up to $200 in free bets. Bet $500 on sports or in the casino before July 31st, 2022, and get entered in to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore Beach Club, including a two-night stay at Wynn Resorts for you and your entire league. Multiple entries are allowed, so if you bet $1,000, you can have two entries into the contest. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the uh, WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. The offer is subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play win bet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Now, on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there, and I use it for some of mine. It's got a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry, and now you can make money on Sleeper 2 by playing their new over-under game. It's super simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over or under. For example, the number of points in basketball or hits recorded in baseball. Then, choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the amount of money you put in. The main reason that we're all excited about the over-under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contests and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where you can see and copy your friends' picks with a tap of a button, and it's insanely fun to write it out together. So stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to make to play their new over-under game 
Have fun with your friends and make some money. Use our promo code SGP at MLB and get the 100% deposit match at sleeper.com slash SGP. Um, we're also brought to you by Trade Coffee. Uh, Trade Coffee connects customers to the freshest and best-tasting coffee that they've ever made at home by partnering with the country's best craft roasters. These are independent businesses from big cities and small towns. Trade customers are truly impactful for these independent roasters, often being the largest source of new growth for them. Expert-tasted coffee. Experts are trades coffee team actually taste tests thousands of coffees to keep 450 different kinds live and ready to ship every day. There's no one perfect coffee, but there is a perfect coffee for you and trades human powered algorithm will find it. Trades first match guarantee will is so confident that they'll match you with uh, they'll match you right with the first time. If they don't, they'll take your feedback and an actual coffee expert will work with you to send a brand new bag to your house for free. Trade Coffee sends you freshly roasted beans from 60 of the country's best craft roasters, small businesses who pay farmers fair prices to stay sustainably source the greatest beans from around the world. Um, Trade has delivered over 5 million bags of fresh coffee with more than 750,000 positive reviews. Right now, Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first purchase Plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com slash SGP. That's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Get started by taking their new quiz at drinktrade.com slash SGP and let trade find you a coffee that you'll love. That's drinktrade.com slash SGP for $30 off. That was a rough ad read. That was one of my uh, rougher ones of the uh, past week or so. One more. Just hammer them all out before we get into the games today. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well be giving away all of your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online, and it's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed for your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's just like getting nine months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. So stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to IPVanish.com slash SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's I-P-V-A-N-I-N-I. Let me respell that. That's I-P-V-A-N-I-S-H dot com slash S-G-P. Okay. Hammered those. Literally, like, butchered the last two ads, but we're ready to go. Ready to roll. Ready to roll. Game one. One o'clock central time in 
Omaha, Nebraska. We have the number five overall seed, Texas A&M, who's 46 and 19. They're taking on the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame, who is 41 and 16 this year. Let's start like we always do with the bullpens. Who is rested and who is not? For the acting visiting team, Texas A&M, they pitched their number one reliever, Jacob Polish, for 49 tosses. After day one, after one day of rest, I don't consider him fully rested, but in an elimination game, he will definitely pitch uh, if Coach Jim Sloshnagel wants him to. Um, it, it's really up to him. I, I would probably see him trot him out there with their backs up against the wall. Also, their number two out of the pen, Joseph Menefee, will be rested after his second inning performance, throwing 54 pitches. Um in game one against Oklahoma. Uh, look for him to be the number one option for the Aggies out of the bullpen with his 6-2 and two record, 582 ERA, 85 strikeouts, 41 walks in 50.2 innings. It's not a stud-like line, but he's their best guy <sighs> besides Polish. Um, after him... Uh, if this game goes according to plan, which I actually don't think it will, but this is like the ideal setup that we'll see. We'll, we'll see Polish in the ninth with his 247 ERA. And if it gets a little wacky in between, which I think it will, uh, they'll turn to any of the three, Chris Cortez, Brad Rudis, or Will Johnston. If Texas A&M needs help earlier in this game, all three of those names have less innings than Menifee, but ERA's under five. So Menifee is trusted. Like that's their guy that they turn to in situations and in games like this with big moments. Menifee's gonna be the one before all three of those names, but all three of them have done well this year. For the Fighting Irish, the only arm that I don't think will appear in this game is Aiden Tyrell, who threw fifty five pitches on Sunday and he's not one of their like top of the line arms. The good news for Notre Dame is that their wicked lefty, Jack Finley, will be fully rested and ready to go for the Irish. Um, and Texas A&M, they're one of those teams that struggle against left-handed pitching. So get Finley in there for two innings, three innings, keep his pitch count under 30. That way you can throw him the next day because you're going to be playing back-to-back. They're probably going to have they are. They're going to have to play back-to-back-to-back days to appear into the championship game. So you can't throw Finley more than, I'd say, 30 pitches today and then more than 25-25 in the two games that you hopefully play Oklahoma. So they're really going to have to watch Finley's pitch limit. He is their lockdown closer. Um, to start these, to start this game for A&M, I have Ryan Prager projected He's 1-3 on the year with a 490 ERA, 50 strikeouts, and 24 walks for Notre Dame. I'm going to go with Liam Simon. Both of these guys are not confirmed, but Simon is 2-0 on the year with a 502 ERA, 51 strikeouts, and 25 walks. Both of those lines are very similar. Both of these teams are very similar. Both squads are blue-collar. They grind A-Bs. I don't project either starters to go very deep into this game, and I trust the Irish's arm burn with Finley, a 189 ERA, Alex Rayo, who has a 394 ERA. We saw him in Game 1 against Texas as well. 
And then they also have Ryan McLinsky, who has a 242 ERA in that bullpen. In Omaha, Notre Dame's big-name players have not brought the same A game that we saw them bring last week against Tennessee, uh, Jack Ziska, the four-hitter. He's 0-for-9 in Omaha, and Ryan Cole is 0-for-9, and he's their leadoff hitter. Uh, That's not a winning formula, but these two guys are due, and add that to Jack Brannigan and Carter Putz, who went 4-for-4 against Oklahoma. I like Notre Dame here on the money line. Uh, I didn't even read the ads of this game, so that's my fault. Um, the money line is minus 140 for Notre Dame. The money line for Texas a and is plus 125. The run line, minus 1.5 for Notre Dame, is plus 120. And plus 1.5 on Texas a and minus 140. The total is set at 14.5, and, and it's minus 110 both ways. Um, this one is a total that I have no big lean on uh 14 and a half high and i kind of expect it to be a high scoring game i don't know if it's going to be that that high scoring though i really don't um i don't know i'll i'll lean the under on here but i'm i'm not confident in it so that's not what i would advise if you're going to play this game i'd take notre dame minus 140 on the money line here the second game on the slate at 6 o'clock Central Time. Arkansas, who's 47-21 and 21 on the year, is going against their SEC common opponent in Auburn, who's 46-21. and 21. Uh, Arkansas opens as a minus-130 favorite on the money line, and Auburn's plus-110. The total is 12.5. The over is juiced to minus-120, and the under is plus-100. Arkansas is minus one and a half at plus one twenty five, and Auburn's plus one and a half at minus one forty five. First, let's touch on the bullpens here, and we'll start with the acting road team in Arkansas, who just got their brains blasted by Ole Miss. Um, yesterday we saw Will. I mean, I thought that Will McIntyre was going to start yesterday's game. It. I was seeing things all over Twitter from beat writers in Arkansas, and you know how Twitter is. It just kind of filters you guys by based on like who you follow and stuff like that. So I was seeing a lot of Will McIntyre buzz, and I thought it was confirmed. I, I was fairly certain that my, McIntyre would be the pitcher, and he would start, but he did not start. Zach Morris did, and it didn't go well, like I mentioned earlier in the podcast. Dave Van Horn also burned some of their best bullpen arms, but this bullpen's deep. Uh, they threw Cole Ramage for 22 pitches, Evan Taylor for 24, and Jackson Wiggins for 47, but honestly, he's been struggling as of late. He was the one that just let the pinata burst. Um, the good news for the Hogs is that they can still pitch Cole Ramage and Taylor today along with a fully rested Will McIntyre, Hagen Smith, who's 6-2 and two with a 485 ERA, 85 strikeouts, and Brady Tigert, who's been their normal closer for this year until the postseason when Hagen Smith took over that role. Tigert has a 384 ERA. These three guys could easily go out there and string together zeros like it's easy. As for Auburn... They used Tommy Sheehan for 33 pitches in relief and Blake Burkhalter for 39. Like I've mentioned before, these dudes will pitch 
if needed, but there is a little arm fatigue there. Look for Carson Skipper, the dreaded lefty, the Razorbacks' offensive weakness, to be the number one option out of the bullpen for Auburn with his 4.45 ERA. For the starting pitchers, Arkansas could either start Hagen Smith, but I project them to actually throw Will McIntyre here, who has a 1-2 record with a 2.81 ERA, 40 strikeouts, 22 walks in, 41.2 innings pitched, and for Auburn. Uh, look for them to start Mason Barnett, who's 3-2 and two with a 3.98 ERA, 79 strikeouts, 31 walks in, 61 innings pitched. This game may have been maybe one of the toughest games for me to pick all postseason, and that's counting our conference tournament brackets or conference tournament podcasts. Um, did Arkansas's offense go from Wumbo back to Mini in, ga- in one game? Uh, shout out to those who remember that quote from Patrick in an episode from Spod- SpongeBob, but uh, I, I, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm just going to go with that. I'm just going to go with uh, my gut. I'm just going to go with it was a left-handed starting pitcher, um, and that's their offense's kryptonite. Barnett, the right-hander, is going to start for the Hogs. Um, that's my projection. And I think he's going to start for Auburn. That's my projection. And I think that the Hogs will hop onto an early lead. But I think that the first move into the bullpen by Auburn is going to bring out Skipper. And I think he'll throw multiple innings in long relief for this game. So if you like Auburn in this game, I'm not kidding you. Live bet them when they're down like 4-0 to and Barnett gets pulled. Ultimately, I, I think that Arkansas pulls this one off. Um, they they don't have just one fully rested, trusted arm that they have ready to go to pitch this game against Auburn. They have three. I'll ride some hogs today and pick the under. Uh, I'm I'm not confident in that under, but the under is twelve and a half. And I I'm I'm gonna go with the under. I I'm not gonna bet it. I'm not gonna bet it. Um. But if you're looking for a play from me on the total, I would pick the under, and I feel more confident in this under than the Notre Dame-Texas A&M one. That's for sure. Uh, under 12.5 in Arkansas-Auburn. But the main pick in this game is Arkansas on the money line, minus 130. Thank you guys for checking out another podcast of the College Baseball Experience. Your support means so much to me. And like I mentioned earlier in the podcast, interact. Uh, I'm not shy. Um, I just wake up a little bit late. <laughs> I record these podcasts early in the morning. It is one uh, twenty-six local time and I record it and I don't set an alarm because I'll trust myself to wake up before 2, a, uh, 2 p.m. Eastern time. I just don't set my alarm. So I might get to you at 12 o'clock at one o'clock. Trust me, I'm going to, I will get to you. Um, I think there was one that I haven't seen where I like got to him. It was literally like two minutes after. So hopefully he was able to get in a quick live bet with the same kind of odds. Um, but yeah, I think that, I think that does it. Check out the MLB gambling podcast that I just recorded for today's June 21st slate with Dylan Rockford as well. Um, me and him have never done a podcast together. We've always had, either Malcolm or Moonoff with us. So it was it was my first time ever hosting that podcast, and it was a blast. So check that one out if you're looking for more 
baseball plays from me and a buddy of mine in the Sports Gambling Podcast Network because we have plenty of personalities in SGPN that you will all love. And I think I'm going to end the podcast on that. Yeah, I don't think I have anything else to plug. So you've been experiencing the better side of college baseball with the college baseball experience. With that, I bid you adieu. Adios, amigos.